Welcome to the Mass Device Fast 5 MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirsch. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. We have a lot of news today on Mass Device from the European Society of Cardiology taking place in Amsterdam. So we have just a couple of stories from that today. So Sean, welcome back. Can you give us a little roundup of what we'll talk about today? Sure. Yeah, definitely head over to Mass Device for as much news as we can possibly provide on ESC. But for today, we're going to talk about Smile Direct Club's plan to appeal a court order to pay a line technology, GE Healthcare's wireless handheld ultrasound device, Insulet's newest launch in Germany, Medtronic's ICD study results, and Boston Scientific's positive Ferripulse study results. So what's the first thing that we should know for today? Smile Direct Club plans to appeal in order to pay Align Technology $63 million. Uh, some interesting legal action going on between two of the biggest names in dental technology. Can you tell us a little more about the proceeding that led to the $63 million award? Yeah, it's it quite interesting. It was my first time coming across you know this whole sort of feud. And in 2016, Align became an investor, strategic partner, and exclusive third-party supplier of Aligners through an agreement with Smile Direct Club, purchasing a 19% ownership stake in the company at the time. They dissolved their partnership in March 2019 when an arbitrator found that Align violated the terms of its agreement with Smile Direct Club, but according to the latter, Align attempted to replicate its business model through its own Invisalign re- retail concept. So the arbitrator ordered Align to close its retail locations, return its stake, and barred the company from competing until August 2020. But once August 2020 rolled around, a line alleged that Smile Direct Club breached the agreement's terms, causing the company damages. Smile Direct Club in 2021 filed a counterclaim and another counterclaim in May 2022. October of last year, the arbitrator issued an interim award on Align's claims and Smile Direct Club's first counterclaim, finding that Smile Direct Club breached the supply agreement and Align did not, awarding Align $63 million. So that that's sort of where we stand now. Align is currently owed $63 million, but Smile Direct Club plans to appeal. And can you tell us more about that appeal? Yeah, so in response to the confirmation of the $63 million award, Smile Direct Club announced that intent to appeal, saying it looks forward to its opportunity to present the facts of the dispute during the appeals process. So the company issued a statement saying that it was disappointed in the California trial court's rulings, but it intends to file the appeal within a 60-day time frame permitted under local law. The company plans to submit once an actual judgment has been entered and is considering options for posting a litigation bond. So this is definitely something to watch for the future because it's not done yet. And now what's the next thing that we should know for today? GE Healthcare unveiled its wireless handheld ultrasound device. It's another advanced for point of care imaging diagnostics. And GE Healthcare has had this device uh, for quite a few years now. What does the handheld ultrasound device do? It's a portable wireless device that enables clinicians to efficiently collect and view clear cardiac and vascular images at the point of care with whole body scanning that enables the secure viewing of images. Clinicians can streamline their workflows, avoid overloading traditional radiology resources, and expedite their care decisions with this you know, little handheld device. So how does the device's accompanying digital tools help clinicians? Yeah, so GE Healthcare says that it features the VScan Air Plus digital tools that allow clinicians to access subscriptions that can connect them to a suite of solutions. GE Healthcare designed this way so that it improves the workflow with secure collaboration, image, and device management features. 
What do executives think? Dietmar Seifertsberger, the global GM of point of care and handheld ultrasound at GE Healthcare, said it adds to the company's broad portfolio of ultrasound technologies, saying that the newest innovation demonstrates the company's commitment to providing integrated solutions resulting in a better standard of care delivery and helping clinicians improve patient outcomes. Now let's talk diabetes. You know, I like to do that. Insulet fully launched its Omnipod 5 in Germany, expects a full European availability by the end of 2024 as well. So this is the third market Omnipod 5 has entered following the US and the UK. And I know we've talked about Omnipod 5 before, but can you remind us what it is, what it does? Yeah, well, it's an automated insulin delivery system, provides easier glucose management with no multiple daily injections, no tubes, no finger sticks. Pairs with Dexcom's G6 continuous glucose monitor. It's the first tubeless, wearable, automated insulin delivery system or closed loop artificial pancreas, however you want to see it. It's a patch pump. And Insulate has work underway to integrate it with the Abbott Freestyle Libre 2 CGM as well. So two of the biggest CGMs potentially powering this automated system. Can you tell us a little more about the regulatory pathway Omnipod 5 took to get to this point and potentially when it expects a full European launch? Yeah, well, its first big approval came from the FDA in early 2022, launched in the US in August of last year. It received CE Mark approval in Europe for children aged two and up in September of last year and began its UK launch in June of this year. So Germany is the first country to kick off a broader European rollout for which Insulate expects to bring Omnipod 5 to all European customers by the end of 2024. How do patients and executives feel about the availability of this product in Germany? Dr. Trang Lai, the Insulate Senior Vice President and Medical Director, said the company is confident in its ability to make a difference in Germany and additional markets in the near future. Laura Meislowitz, a 29-year-old medical technologist in Germany, expects an easier diabetes management process now that Omnipod 5 is available in her home country. She transitioned to Omnipod in the last year, saying she was using a traditional pump. Tubing was always in her way, so now she sometimes forgets that she has an insulin pump on her body, so she can't wait to use Omnipod 5. It's always good to sort of get those patient testimonies to show just how much they appreciate this technology. And now we're going to jump into some of that ESC news, but we're not going to do as much data as you could find on the Mass Device website. So, Sean, what's the next thing that we should know for today? I'll have a few few number points for you, but not too many. Uh, but a study showed that Medtronic's implantable cardioverter defibrillators, or ICDs, can help prevent sudden cardiac death. So more more evidence that supports these innovative heart implants from Medtronic. What did two of those Medtronic analyses demonstrate? One retrospective analysis demonstrated an association of ICDs with decreased risk of all-cause death. And Medtronic shared results from a real-world analysis that underscored the necessity of device replacement for long-term sudden cardiac death prevention. For me, the biggest sort of bit of data out of that is that out of more than 25,000 patients, a total of 2,100 or 8.4% received an ICD within a year, and those patients had a 24.3% lower risk of death than the patients with similar characteristics without an ICD in this patient population. So Interesting. And this follows another study the company did on ICDs, right? Yeah. So the positive data ESC follows a May study that supported the ICDs, showing that nearly half of first-time ICD patients receive appropriate therapy for ventricular tachyarrhythmias through their seven years post-implant. Did any of the researchers provide more context to this study? 
Dr. Angelo Arriccio, the lead author of both analyses, said that ICD therapy has had a number of landmark clinical trials dating back nearly two decades over the years. Both medical technology and optical medical therapy have continued to evolve. He said that the analyses show that today's ICDs continue to positively impact patient survival in tandem with modern heart failure medications. Now, what other EESC news do you have? Boston Scientific is having a good conference, I suppose. Stock was up today on positive Ferropulse results. So analysts actually expect FDA approval for the pulse field ablation system anytime soon, rapid adoption. And these results follow study data from earlier this year that backed Ferropulse which Boston Scientific bought for $300 million two years ago. What did that trial evaluate? The Pivotal Advent trial evaluated the non-thermal treatment for ablating heart tissue in patients with AFib, marking the first randomized clinical trial directly comparing the efficacy and safety of Ferropulse against standard care ablation, which is either radiofrequency or cryoablation, for treating paroxysmal or intermittent AFib. So what did the data demonstrate? The data demonstrated that Ferropulse's non-inferiority to the standard of care. The system met its primary efficacy and safety endpoints, and Boston Scientific said that the vast majority of physicians using it only had prior experience with thermal ablation, so proved that it was pretty easy to get the hang of early on. Head-to-head, perhaps the biggest data point comes that through 12 months, Boston Scientific reported 73.3% success for the single procedure off-drug treatment in the pulse field ablation arm. The thermal ablation arm had 71.3% treatment success, meaning the study met its primary efficacy endpoint. I know it's only a 2% margin, but it is proof of Ferropulse's success compared to the standard of care. And obviously, if you want a more thorough look at the data, go check it out on Mass Device. But you mentioned that there are some expectations from analysts. Can you give us the analyst viewpoint? Yeah, well, BTIG analyst Marie Tibble and Sam Iber maintain their buy rating for Boston Scientific following the presentation of these results, saying that the faster approach, now proven as effective and safe as the standard of care, should become a popular option in the U.S. as it already has become in Europe. They added that Boston Scientific expects FDA approval next year, and they think that the results were in line to slightly better than many investors expected. They expect Ferropulse, along with other key products at Boston Scientific, to help sustain the company's above-peer sales growth. And that marks the fifth story. So that's all the news that we have for today. Thanks, Sean, for coming on and giving us all this data and all this insight into the medtech industry. Of course, as always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. What about you, Sean? I am on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.